Hi, I'm Kari Field, and this is the Ananda Sri Vedic Astrology New Moon Forecast for May 22nd, 2020. This podcast originally broadcast as a YouTube video. Hi, welcome to the Ananda Sri Astrology New Moon Forecast for May of 2020. The moon is waning, so the energy is diminishing as the moon wanes down to a sliver. On May 22nd at 10.38 a.m. Pacific time, the moon will conjoin the sun and begin to wax again. So I'm still out here in the country. It's been raining. And the moon has been dark. So, you know, in Vedic astrology, we say when the moon is waning like this, getting darker and darker, there's a certain malefic energy, an energy that can make us maybe feel more vulnerable or worried or concerned about things because the moon is older and wiser but also more open to influences in some ways too so the new moon on may 22nd resets a cycle something is starting new a new cycle of energy that will grow into the month to come into june but we are headed towards eclipse season. So this is a sort of transformational portal. The new moon is going to be in the area of the sky called Kritika, Kritika Nakshatra, which is symbolized by a a blade, like a razor, something sharp. Kritika is called the star of the spiritual warrior, a warrior that seeks truth, clarity, that cuts like the razor through what is unclear or dark and tries to get to the heart of what is real. And so it is a lot about searching for the light of truth within what is right in the moment, being present in the moment. And it's connected to an ancient Vedic fire god, the element of fire itself, Agni, the lord of fire. Um, This deity is spoken about a lot in the Rig Veda because it's the deity that's called upon in Rich um, fire rituals like yagyas. Fire is used as a sort of mouth to consume the offerings, as a portal to connect to the divine, to take in everything, impure and pure, and burn it, transform it, and change it to ashes, holy ashes. Agni is a deity that is connected to the spirit world directly. We can communicate to God through fire, to the divine. We can offer prayers into the fire on this new moon. And it's a, a, a way to actually also connect with our inner truth. So this new moon is kind of a portal. We're going into eclipse season again in June. And it's all kind of a reset button as well of how are, how can we see this from a new perspective? How How do we move forward from here? But again, you know, we're in a time of retrogrades, and I think I spoke about it a lot last week, the Saturn retrograde, the Jupiter retrograde, and the Venus retrograde all happening now. So there is a sort of backspin with everything, and there can be a lot of frustration. But one thing that's changing on the 20th, two days before this new moon, basically tomorrow, is Rahu is changing nakshatras. Now, Rahu is the head of the snake that causes eclipses, and Ketu is his tail. And Rahu and Ketu have been forming a very special alignment, basically since February, called 
Kala Sarpa Yoga. It magnifies their power to create pretty big events for the world. It's world karma. Now, Rahu's position has been in Ardra, Shiva's star of destruction, Rudra. And on May 20th, Rahu is finally officially moving out of Ardra, which is a very actually good sign, I think. There's something breaking up with this energy of the Kala Sarpa. And then, of course, we do have to go through these eclipses in June. There's still a lot ahead of storm and maybe some unexpected events um, and things that we didn't really plan. After the eclipses, the Kala Sarpa will completely break up and will be moving into a much more time of resolution. It looks like a time of recuperation, especially in through September. Another important thing that's happening with this new moon is Saturn's aspect. Saturn has been, as you know, stationing retrograde recently. He's very slow and he's making a perfect trinal aspect onto this new moon, which really does seem to me to be a, a, a support, can give a lot of uh, determination and an energy to kind of look in the long run of what I need to do to strategize, but also the sort of determination that can help stabilize us so we can start to take the steps needed to move forward, which may not have been clear at all until now. So there's some clear clarity coming through and some support in how to move through a lot of these challenges. Venus is also retrograde too, and this is a very special cycle for her. It's more on a personal level. Venus is a personal like planet like Mercury. So it is a lot about how we are experiencing things right now on a personal level around relationships and finances, especially. Those are her domains. So if you want to know more about this special retrograde Venus. I created a web class last week and if you missed it you can still check it out. I'm selling recordings of it. It includes a whole lot of information about Venus from the perspective of different cultures especially focused on Vedic astrology and horoscopes for all 12 Vedic signs. So check it out. You can purchase the class. I will put a link to purchase it in the YouTube description window. So not only is Saturn stabilizing this moon with a of cautious and slow and determined energy, there is a special day, um, the Amavasya, the, the last Tithi or the last lunar day before the new moon, when the moon is very dark, that we celebrate Saturn, Saturn's birthday, Shani Jayanti. So this is a very important day actually for Saturn now, since Saturn is retrograde too, his energy is even more powerful. Retrogrades do make the planets appear more bright and more influential. Saturn is the lord of karma. He is the greatest influence in a horoscope, actually, when it comes to the possibility of evolving on a higher spiritual level. So Saturn, even though people fear him often because he does seem to create delays and make us pay for our mistakes and you know people associate karma with something like uh, punishment for things we've done in the past but actually Saturn's energy is here to mature us to help us see truly how we can improve in the Bhagavad Gita Arjuna had to make a choice even though he didn't want to have to battle his own family 
you realize that in that moment, there are certain exceptions all the time. And how we work through the challenges of life and time on this planet, as Saturn is also the Lord of time itself, what's best in the moment to try to find the right path. That's really how we work with karma and how Saturn wants us to use our sense of responsibility. Now, Saturn is um, not in a hurry to make judgments. Saturn is slow. He takes things one step at a time. He is not reactive. He considers what he needs to do carefully. So this is a time to be embracing this energy of Saturn. Patience, determination, one step at a time. And his backwards movement can really help us look at what we've been doing, how we've got things set up. Set up. Maybe it's financial, maybe it's um, something to do with your job or your family or your relationships. But it, this Saturn new moon, this Shani Jayanti new moon can really help you to revisit how you can maybe restructure debt, refinance, um, or even you know, move things around in ways that are, are new carefully and help you to be even stronger and succeed in the future. Okay, so let's just take a look at what the tarot cards have to say about this new moon coming up and the Shani Jayanti. So we have three major arcana with this one. We're definitely heading into some important transformational weather here. And it's interesting, these three cards, they seem to have to do with three retrogrades that we were having, Jupiter and Saturn and Venus. So the first, the priestess. And the priestess is, I mean, I consider her, you know, she's actually a card of the moon, but there is something very much Venus about her as well, because especially since Venus is rising as morning star next month, this is a, a card of, of coming into knowledge, coming into self-awareness, wisdom and intuition, taking back your power, Connecting to the clarity. Remember, the new moon is in, in Kritika as well. That fire of truth. You know, I, th I hear people say a lot, there is no truth. It's all just subjective. But actually there is, I mean, at least in the Vedic tradition, there is truth. There actually is a center point like the sun that emits light for all. There is a dharmic truth. <laughs> and so this card has a lot to do with how we connect with that inner truth, that clarity, 
power of Durga, the goddess, with her sword, Kritika, Kali Durga, as she destroys the darkness, cuts through the demons of ignorance. And then the next card is called the universe or the world card in some decks. This card has to do with Saturn itself. You can see the glyph of Saturn right there. The universe or the world has to do, again, with these world, world karma, as I was saying, that Kala Sarpa Yoga. You can literally see it there, <laughs> the snake of time around the world. And Saturn is also, as I was saying, limitation. Karma, the Lord of Karma what we must do and the lord of timing right i said the lord of time this kalasarpa is actually also the snake of time so there's something about cycles as well and when is the right time right the timing again and this is the jupiter card you can see the glyph of jupiter the wheel of fortune samsara and cycles again timing There's a, with these three cards together, there seems to be a powerful reconstruction happening here, a reset, as I said, this new moon. And as we're moving into the eclipse season, I think that's where these cards are taking us into the space of how now do we come back? How are we learning and integrating and using the opportunities and dealing with the obstacles as well. These are powerful set of cards. <laughs> Take a look. Karma, the cycles of life and death and the structure that contains it in this world. We are all an integral part of this web as it moves and flows through time, changing yet keeping still. Where are we enmeshed and where are we free to choose? We are here to connect to the fire of our free will and to find our way find our truth, find our ability to connect with higher wisdom, time, and this world, though it may seem to block us and pull us back, is always moving forward. And there is always a door opening to freedom. Okay, so... If you'd like to reach out to me right now and <clears throat> get a reading, remember I do offer one-on-one -on -one readings on Zoom, Skype, FaceTime, phone, whatever you like. You can um, book a reading with me below. I will leave a link and be sure to get on my newsletter. I make a blog. It's a written blog. I send it out every few weeks. So um, check that out if you haven't already and do subscribe, like this video. I appreciate it. Um, and I will see you soon. 
on the next full moon. It's going to be a lunar eclipse coming up. So, stay safe.